ready. My God, you got it. Good evening, Melroseans the world over. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm number two, Sam Hammer. <laughs> I'm Tom Shampoo. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm Jim LeClaire. <laughs> Who does number two work for? Hey, <laughs> this is Let's Talk Melrose, Melrose. It is a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about Melrose, and you've all dialed into the right place to get the best content about Melrose that is available today. And we have our new patch reporter, as a special guest, so stick around for that yes. segment of the show. But first, we have to find out, Sam, what is on your mind this evening? <laughs> You're asking me the wrong person. At the all wrong I have time. On my, all, actually, all I have on my mind is making sure people know what they're wearing to school tomorrow. Backpacks are packed, lunches are yes. packed, get people out the door. I got to pick up two boxes of Joe for the PTO. Ugh. There's like a lot of things going wow. on. So oh, that's wait. where my head is. Wait, Don't is, forget is, the first day of school, school photo. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, how about that? How about just let's not forget to go to school. Yeah, that sounds so good. Important. Good tip, Jen. So, yeah. <laughs> so how about you, Tom? I haven't seen you guys in such a long time. What's I going know, on? right? Let's yeah. talk. Uh, college drop-off, college kids. My yeah. kids are away now at school. And I have a senior in college and a sophomore in college. And so now we have the empty house again. And so that's what's going on with us. We're just sort of settling into the change of seasons. Nice. Okay, speaking of change of seasons, I also have I have a, a, a one foot in each on each side of the door, or whatever the hell that expression is. We have a kid in college and a kid, junior, junior, but a kid oh, yeah. about to go back to, to MHS as well. One more excited than the other. But speaking of change of seasons, this uh, there's a reason I'm asking about this. Pumpkin spice, yes or no? No. no. Oh, Tom, not, okay. This is why I'm asking, spice. actually. Tom Catalini. So I also am no across the board. No pumpkin spice latte. Nothing. No pumpkin spice beer. No pumpkin spice candles. No pumpkin spice coffee. No pumpkin spice donuts. No pumpkin anything. spice anything. But I was talking to Rosie. The only reason I have this on here, I was talking to my daughter, Rosie, earlier today and she asked me about it and i was like no no i hate pumpkin spice she goes oh maybe i think it's tom catalini that likes it i was like why she would know this or think well I'm you, a, but... i am a man of she knows me as a man of taste <laughs> right Perhaps so not. It, as everyone it, no not. but i mean if it sounds sophisticated but it the does. most elegant and sophisticated thing is the most simple thing and right. Snapple ruined this for me decades ago because I want to go into the store and I just want to get an iced tea and it has to be raspberry iced tea, lemon iced tea. There's 15 flavors. I just want an iced tea. Simplicity yeah. is pure elegance. And that's yeah. where I live. Coffee coffee is coffee. Beer is beer. I'm with you 100% on that. Yes. So I'm going yeah. to report back to, to Rosie. No, that. that's, you, that's, Sam that's why has been very been. quiet on the she's not. Spice. She's not watching not right now? <laughs> Um, I, I was ordering pumpkin spice pizza. I, do, I, I I love it. I don't like it in other things, but I could have a pumpkin pie year round. Pumpkin I just, pie, yes. yes. That's different. That's different. You know what? Life cereal I can have I pumpkin spice latte all yeah, year all right. round. Yeah. Uh, you okay, know what? So anyway, I had to I had to get to the bottom of that. So just I will add one pumpkin thing to the menu, pumpkin okay. pancakes. 
Okay. No. Oh, pumpkin muffin. I do like a pumpkin muffin. Or pumpkin bread. No. Yeah. Okay. Also, all right. So another another very okay. So one of our top fans just brought up another very important seasonal question. White after Labor Day, I say, oh hell yes. White after Labor Day is not a thing anymore. Not a thing. It's not a thing. What? Winter white. Okay, winter white. Have you? Here's, here's the question: When it's white, is it only the pants, or can it be like a t-shirt? Like a white shirt feels like it's year round. You can, like you know, you can wear white all year round. That is, that okay. is, that is real. I have, a, I have some friends. I have some friends in New York who, a, a whole gang of friends that used to like the day after Labor Day was White Day. Everyone would go dress like head to toe white, like everything, everything, just like go walk around New York City in all their white to like make a point. So anyway, listen, we, that we, is, are, we are breaking oh, we open the Melrose. news here. We are we breaking should, open we the news. We should do that in Melrose. Okay. <laughs> well, Too I, much I, pumpkin. I, well, you know what? Yeah, no. I was just going to say, Scott uh, Barani is bringing up too much pumpkin, but there's all Agreed. other kinds of fruits and vegetables you can get where? <laughs> at, the, at the farmer's market. Nice right. Sunday. I saw last week's show. It was fascinating. <laughs> So, so if yeah. uh, if Melrose, if Melrose, if the LTMM effect can can bring bring back white after Labor Day, there's no shortage. There's no stopping what we can do. The Am power, I right, Sam? Tell the people about the LTMM effect. So last week on the show, we had Kim O'Brien, the farmers market uh, manager, who was fantastic, and was um, we were talking about. Uh, the farm to table event that's coming up, which they have 40 or less tickets available if you want to grab one of those. But also she mentioned that um, the, that they, <laughs> um, the farmer's market matches um, the sub, uh, subsidized nutritional assistance program, SNAP program benefit mm -hmm. of $10. So they'll match $10. And last, uh, there was one day, um, their, their funds are running dry. I'll put it that way. The line yeah. for folks who need to receive a SNAP match the benefit match is the longest line at the farmer's market by far um and so the farmer's market does do that match and they're running low on funds so she mentioned on the show everyone's heartstrings were pulled we all set reminders to make a donation or buy some tickets and that thursday two days later at the farmer's market um she had received donations um totaling 550 dollars from that's fantastic wow from that's amazing show so yeah. she was yeah, very was grateful she Good was very grateful Kim. we got a shout out from her and stephanie uh stephanie nelson at the chamber i like to think that it was my um like buying tickets in real time <laughs> that? Um, that that took me 10 minutes it was riveting riveting television and i really think that that's what did it <laughs> i'm fixing it by this person buying something online i can't yeah. look away <laughs> Sam did. Sam bought her tickets in about like ten seconds flat, and uh, the whole like for ten minutes of the show was like. Trying to so that's great. That's a great story. I mean, that's really, truly a great story. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. And, yeah. and, th and thanks uh, to Kim for coming on. She was great. Um, she telling great. everybody about the program and all that. So that's fantastic. Yeah, well, was, right. she was a great guest. It was a great yeah. story, and it was interesting how she moved to town, not even knowing about that and sort of stumbled on the farmer's market, like walking her dog. And now she's like running the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah she was a great guest. That's very um, nice. She's fascinating. Her yeah. life story is fascinating. The things that yeah. she's done. Uh, right. So we so also, you, but we also, sorry, Tom, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you somehow missed last week's show, you can go ahead and go back and, and rewatch it. It's worth watching to see her interview. Right. And I was just going to, I was going to say, we also have a fascinating guest coming on in a few minutes. Yes. 
uh, the Melrose patch. And so we'll talk more about that. Da in, Dakota in Antelman, he's going to come on and tell us whether or not we're saying his last name correct and other news. <laughs> but first, but first, the news. First. And it <laughs> and it uh, it starts off on a bittersweet note, right, Tom? Or it's kind of a sad note, but then I heard your other story, which <laughs> which is sadder. Maybe sadder. Uh, so, yes. Who wants to tell the story, uh, Sam? Uh, well, I, so I yeah. I, I I did not know Mel well personally uh, personally, um, but I have seen many 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 affectionate posts and photos of Mel and Rose and their babies every year. The swans um, of El Pond, for, for those Pond. who do not know. And um, Mel did pass away, I think it was last week, and there was an outpouring of all emotions all over Facebook. So here he is here. This is from um, a picture oh. from a few years back. Oh. Um, but if you just do a search, even on Facebook, of Mel the Swan, uh, you'll get a lot of get, um, yeah, recounts yeah. of just memories that people have, but even from, you know, posts from the past about how amazing this, to have the Swan family living here with us. Yeah. How, lo how long was, how long did he live? How long has he been around? Do we know? I have no idea. I don't know much about swans. And so if I'm really being honest, it's I noble. kind of thought that they were just swapped out every few years. So apparently not. Well, we don't know that they're not. Who knows? Yeah, it's yeah. true. I'm sure, one of our, I'm sure one of our top fans will Google that quickly yeah. and see how long yes, the average swan lives. Um, uh, we've lost our intern, what, so. What was the uh, what was the, uh, what was the cause of death? Do we have a, an answer for that question? <laughs> well, Do we want to ask we'll, that question or Well, not? we'll have to check. Uh, we'll, we'll With our reporter. Okay, well, we'll, we'll have two sources. Right. But there is, there's, of a lot of, there's a lot of reporting work. I'd heard there's speculation, but I didn't hear there's an actual answer to the question that, that's verifiable yeah. in some way. Yeah. Uh, that's um, sad news. That's too bad. But in, um, good, so, in good pet news. In go good ahead, pet news, uh, unverified. No, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I saw the mayor and he was walking a dog. So I, it looks like. There's a potential story that there's a new dog, Swan Bahoa, uh, that there's a new dog in the, in the world of Mayor Paul Brown. So, uh, wow. Second. Now, wait, you didn't talk Everything. to him? I did talk to him. Okay, yeah, well, oh, did you talk okay. about the dog? Yeah, we sure did talk about the dog. But he's, oh, okay. not, he's, he's I, not ready to announce yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to announce for him. That's what I'm trying to get oh, to. Oh, it's his story. No, let, it's this his is story breaking news. Yeah, this is going to totally. get picked up by the patch. Huge, huge yeah, 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 breaking yeah. news. Yeah. Mayoral what kind of, dog. What kind of dog is it? What's the name? I don't know what kind of dog it is. It's little. It's white. It's about yay big. Uh, I think those, we're going to have 12, we're gonna have 15. ranked choice voting on the dog name on LTMM next week. Next week. I'm saying it now. Tom Kelly will have a whole chart. Uh, LTMM is going to name the mayoral dog. Uh, <laughs> kinds of dogs and different dog names, and we'll First figure the whole dog. thing out. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> the if the mayor if the mayor does not take the opportunity to do a whole like community wide like like check in on what the mayoral dog's name should be, yes. it's the yeah. next opportunity. Yeah. Right. I'm just fascinated that shampoo totally backpedaled on that story. Yeah. So before <laughs> the show, it was like I, was, I got breaking oh. news. Meeting it, you know, mayor, well. mayor maybe has a no, dog. No, no. Yeah. I never said I have breaking news. You all said I have breaking news. <laughs> okay, I, so I, I'm trying to meet out a little bit of information so that people can be aware, but it's not my story to tell. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they, there's a nice white dog in the world, and Paul, 
Oh, like the mayor is either dog sitting or has a dog. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> anyway, good for them. Okay. What else? Speaking of the mayor's office, who yes. wants to do this one? Look at that. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll do this one because I okay. read uh, a sentence or two about this. So available <laughs> at the at the mayor's office are uh, Charlie cards. Apparently, from uh, Senator Lewis's office, sent them down. Uh, so that if you're having trouble commuting, because if the, with the Charlie card you can use the whole system, I think for free right now. Certainly use the commuter, commuter rail, rail for free. Yeah, commuter rail free. You know, with, within our zone. So, um, so I saw this, and it's nice. And you know, part of me is like, oh, the politicians are trying to get credit for you know, because it has to have everybody's name on this news story. But uh, it is a nice thing, and I'm a little bit unclear on like. Should I go down and get one or is it for, you know, because I don't have one because I've been driving if I want to take the train or is it for people in need or anyway, they have 200 tickets down there for people. Okay. Yeah. I think anyone, it sounded like, it sounded like anyone um, who needs one or wants one can go down there and pick it up. It's not loaded with any funds on it. It just kind of shows you, um, yeah, it gets you on the commuter line for now for free. Yeah, um, all the orange lines shut down. But then you have it, and what's nice is that once the orange line is back up, you have it, and then you can just go to the kiosk and load it up when you're, yeah. when you're ready. So my daughter took the commuter rail with her orange line T pass that she normally would take, but when it was shut down, she hopped on. They didn't even check. They are coming around in theory. They're supposed to come around. You just show your Charlie card for a free ride into the North Station. But I think lots of times they're not even checking that because there's so many people who are there and they're like, yeah. you know, it's fine. Has anybody done the pickup or the, the stop at Oak Grove for the commuter rail? Like where that goes? That's pretty that's cool. Where, that's where uh, my daughter, no, she went to Wyoming Hill. So yeah. she did not go to Oak Grove. I think that's pretty cool that we, we have that ability. Yeah. Oh, so they'll stop. They, it stops at Oak Grove. Oh, I didn't Oak know Grove. that. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is cool. That's smart. That's I mean, smart. There was always a stop there because it's like there's the other side of the platform, but they just never did stop. They, they had right. the ability right. to stop. That's, anyway, it's great. It's, great. It's, it's, it's good news that they have a free opportunity for people and good for the mayor's office to be handing out these coupons, these uh, I have to, cards. I have to say, I've been driving in and out and it hasn't been terrible. I've been going a little early and, you know, coming home not so late. So it's, it's actually not been as bad as I thought it was as I was bracing for. So that's good. You do see a lot of those huge buses. And you do see a lot yeah. of police out and you see new bus lanes and they have to make, you know, wider corners for those buses. Uh, so it seems like, um, you know, they're doing pretty well so far. Yeah. Yep. I haven't had to use it much, so I don't know. We'll have to find somebody who's been doing it. Who, who has to commute all the time. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be cool. Well, um, I think so, I think I think Cazella went into town once and he can't stop grousing about it on Twitter. So if you want to <laughs> if you want to do a search on Twitter and see what uh, Steve Cazella is up to, that'll give you some some real time insight from the ground. Ouch. Right. Ouch. Ouch. Right. We're going to we're going to find out in about two seconds whether or not he's wa he's watching. And right. right. <laughs> trying, to, okay. trying to flush him out of the bushes and see if we can get him to comment here. <laughs> So um, real quick, um, we, we talked about this briefly last week, but um, kind of a, an update. Um, the grant grant cycle for the 2023 season of um, grants for arts and creative activities and events from the Melrose Cultural Council uh, opens September 1st. So if you have a creative idea or project in Melrose that um, 
the funding cycle opens applications are being accepted from September 1st to October 17th. You're welcome to ask any questions to the cultural council or kind of just like flush out your idea a little bit. Um, there's also an event coming up September 10th at, at 9 a.m. at MMTV where you get to meet representatives from the Cultural Council, Messina Fund, Melrose Co-op uh, Foundation, and the Rotary Club to um, so those are all the like kind of primary arts funders, arts and cultural funders in Melrose um, to answer questions and just kind of like, you know, share your ideas and, and work on your work on your proposals and get get some get some ideas there. You don't have to be a nonprofit. So individuals are welcome to apply for some of those as well. We should yeah. really try to figure out something this yeah. time. Oh, well, you know, I have a four page list of ideas. Oh, okay. per perfect. <laughs> we should do like hullabalooza, whatever we call it. <laughs> yeah. Two. Uh, coming up this holiday season and well come come on oh, September 10th September 10th 9 a.m come and and find out see if you get any bites just throw right. some ideas out there and see nothing's promised it's not official it's very informal so um if someone right. says great idea that's not <laughs> who knows I'm in. so come and come and check it out so that's it awesome um and thanks again to uh City Council President Christinella of Edward Jones um, for delivering 80 backpacks uh, for the uh, kids in Melrose last week. That's a pretty hefty number. So yeah, yeah that's great. Thanks for doing that. I know his oh. mom watched the show. So yeah, and and qu quick side note, not Melrose related, but I know you'll all understand this. So her today, the uh, inventor of the trapper keeper passed away along with my youth. Oh. Anybody remember? Sam? Yeah, sure. No? Uh, I, I was going to ask the, tra the trapper keeper. Remember that? Yep. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask if the coffin was like a little slippy slide uh, oh. <laughs> with Velcro. <laughs> the Velcro thing. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm definitely a three ring binder kind of guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's how yeah, I of course you are. Transparent. Keep it open. <laughs> All right. We should. Well, get, no, we because then you can, you can unclip it and take the pages out and they're nice and anyway. That's the same. Tom's a control thing. person. If you haven't noticed that. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our guest. Yeah. There we go. All, All right. right. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Welcome. Dakota. Hello. Thanks Is for having me. Dakota Antelman, am I saying your name correctly? Yes. Last name, report? All right, awesome. New reporter for the patch. Welcome to Melrose. It's, it's good to be here, and it's good to be, be on with you guys. <laughs> how long how long have you been on the beat as they say in the business yeah so i started i just reached actually about a month um i started on july 25th uh, or yes july 25th nice uh, and you cover you cover a number of towns in addition to melrose yeah so melrose uh melrose malden woburn stoneham burlington wakefield and reading wow nice. wow do you have to, so you have to drive to these towns, obviously, to be part of meetings or anything else. But so do you find that to be kind of the joy of the thing is to learn new people and learn new topics that are happening? Oh, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of variation between the different communities, too. Um, wow. Or something like, um, you know, the Orange Line shutdown. We're seeing the way it's impacting Malden and Melrose, obviously, is very different than the way it's impacting um you know, Reading and Woburn kind of further upstream, um, even though everyone's kind of feeling, um, 
you know, in, in the lead up to it, kind of the anxiety, the build up to it. Um, and then now in the first kind of few weeks of it, um, people seeing it. But, you know, I think it's very interesting on the regional stories to see how it's, um, you know, see the sort of the variation there. Um, and then kind of at, you know, down at the local level. Um, it certainly is interesting, kind of the variation between the different communities. So well, it's interesting live, because, oh, sorry. Oh, Go ahead, now I was going to ask if he lives, if you live in the district that you're reporting in? I don't uh, anymore. I used to live kind of closer into the um, into the Boston area, but now I'm in Maynard, actually. Maynard. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So nice. objective reporting. Right, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Objective reporting, but you're, it's a cluster of communities. And a lot, yeah. oftentimes when, when we're, uh, right. <laughs> Which town has the best local access talk show? Just ask. I, yeah, you don't win on that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you're in a cluster of communities, but they all, oftentimes you're trying to figure out what your neighbors are doing and kind of compare to those other yeah. things. And are they all cities or some of them towns? Like what's the structure? No, uh, Malden, Malden, Melrose and Woburn um, are the town formats. Um, and then everyone else, city. Or, or the city, city formats, yeah. everyone else yeah. is the town format. The town format. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a uh, any insight? Because I often like, we're bigger than some places that are towns and but the way they're run is totally different so from i guess from a reporter's perspective is a city easier or harder to access information than a town i think it depends um i like the city format sometimes um because you can you know a lot flows through the city council um so you can kind of get a you know get your head around a lot as it kind of goes linearly through the city council um you know so there's an upside to that city format um you know, sometimes though, with the you know, on, on the flip side of that though, then you get um, kind of the town meeting format that you know the way we do things um, in a town style of government up in New England here. Um, you get these two, you know, one or two kind of marathon days a year where all the spending for the year gets approved um, in one batch on a Saturday in May. Um, you know, so that's you know that's that's kind of a big ticket. Um, item to cover and kind of an easy um you kind of got a safety net to kind of see everything that's going on in the town format so i think there's you know there's plus or minuses so, um, so sometimes i ask because sometimes i'm jealous i think lexington might be a town and i was looking at some of their uh stuff and they like the financial reporting seems very robust and thorough mm -hmm. and accessible yeah, and, and, and it open, just yeah. does it it doesn't seem so much in this in the city format at least i'm you know just you know in melrose you're right no you're right yeah and they have it. Uh, the accountability is decentralized a little bit more to a, a finance a finance committee that has to re report to the rest of the community. It's it's very different. Like in Wakefield, they would give out pack like not trapper keeper packets, but like well, they packets could <laughs> they could have to everyone in the town meeting of their budget their budget proposal. Oh, it's it's wild with town meeting. You'll go into one of those town meetings and you will literally sit down with a packet this thick of, wow. you know, all the supplementals on um, on the bylaws they're proposing and the rezoning they're proposing. Um, you know, and the downside of that is sometimes the meeting takes 15 hours and it's, yeah. a, it's a small group of people voting on it. So there's, you know, there's a, there's a downside to that format, um, but it certainly is, um, you know, if you're if you're able to sit sit through that and be there for that, um, it certainly does kind of. You know, I mean, it's 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 a direct democracy type of right. 
thing where everyone's in, a, in an auditorium voting on it with, with everything in front of them. So it certainly is an interesting model for that. Yeah. Does does the does the COVID and post COVID environment in terms of like all the meetings being online and stuff is is that one of the things that allows you to report on this many communities at once? And is it going to be hard, you know, if you're having to like you know show up in person if things are starting to move more towards towards in person and the the ability to kind of access this type these types of meetings and information um, makes it not only harder for community members to attend, but reporters like you who are covering like multiple towns, you know, how are you, how, how is that going to play into like how much you're going to be able to cover and report back to people? Yeah, it's certainly, it, it's been interesting, you know, we've seen the state extending its, um, its kind of remote meeting exception kind of incrementally, um, you know, since COVID started. And so I think, um, yeah, I've certainly benefited from from meeting, you know, more meetings being streamed. I remember it from before um, before the job I worked before Patch. Um, I had worked in in a cable access um, studio out, out in Central Mass, and so I remember where where where, where? Uh, Hudson Hudson Mass. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> yeah, I remember that role of kind of juggling what what meetings get filmed, kind of in pre COVID world, and so. It certainly has been a huge change to have everything not only streamed live so you can watch it from home but so that you can now then go back and watch a planning board meeting from six months ago uh, you know that's that's been a pretty wild change but i think even if things go back to in person it seems that there have been some changes even beyond um even beyond just the format of the meetings that some more documentation has been being put online and um, you know, some municipalities have been experimenting with different kind of transparency and accessibility um, programs and stuff that is giving a little bit more um, information or, you know, even just around the meetings. And so that, um, there has been some sort of change with that. Um, since so, so as you, as you found out, we do break a lot of news on this show. <laughs> so if you need any scoop, let us know. Uh, but what mostly are in Melrose? Um, I guess that's all we talk. Yeah, about we don't there. care about those other channels. <laughs> um, what we we maybe things? care a little bit. Sorry to interrupt, Sam. We maybe care a little bit what's happening at Grimsby's, but other than that, yeah. we're good. We're good. Melrose adjacent. Um, yeah. uh, so, what sorts of things do you do you look for in Melrose, or what sorts of stories um, are you are you are you aiming for? Yeah, I mean, we try to get. Um, a good sort of balance of them, um, you know, whether it's kind of the breaking news stuff. I remember a couple, couple weeks ago, we had that pretty nasty thunderstorm come through and I, you know, there were a bunch of people on Facebook and I was on, you know, posting a patch and watching the, the, the kind of power outage updates that National Grid was putting out. So I think, you know, there's, there's the breaking stuff. We're trying to get um, information for people if there's something that's, you know, very immediately impacting them. Um, you know, there's the more long-term stuff, like kind of following the orange line um, shutdown and, and, and all the talks and conversation around that. Um, you know, we're at election season right now. Um, you know, it, it's kind of state level primaries right now. Um, you know, so we try to, you know, give, give, give some people some information around that, how to vote, um, you know, kind of candidate profiles um, in the contested races in particular. Um, so you know, what, about, what about like schools and school committee? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and especially as we kind of get back into the into the fall and the seasons, uh, or the, the kind of meeting season picks back up. Um, you know, kind of I mentioned city council and school committee. Um, those are super big. Um, you know, development planning board. Um, you know, we, I was in a couple of those meetings, and I know there's you know a couple of projects that are moving along in Melrose. So, um, for instance. For instance, uh, I think the one I was working on a couple weeks ago was the VFW um, the VFW Hall uh, project. But I know there's um, a couple other things going on. Uh, the old um, Crystal Building. Yeah. Um, we did that a couple weeks ago, and the the, the city just got some money for that um, for some work kind of around the development um, that's being proposed there. So. Um, so, so I so I followed some of those stories, and I have to say the value of somebody like yourself, you know, getting up to speed in the meetings and then giving a, you know, a short article of just the facts and a couple hundred words like here's what's going on is super valuable. So uh, between, you know, Mike Karaji's retirement and your... Uh, <laughs> And you're coming he on retirement. He's still, he's not, still well, it's, he seems retired. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think he came into some money. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still investigating this. So I'm doing. Um, Has you know, anyone I, seen my profile? I've been reading some detective novels and I think I am on the trail of something here. But hey, we'll leave that for another show. So since his uh, since he, uh, you know, rode off into the sunset uh, or whatever he's doing, um, and you are starting. There was a. There's actually a noticeable gap. No kidding. Yeah. About like kind of what's happening, and even though you're covering so many different towns and and only giving us you know kind of part of your attention, it really does make a difference. The, the two examples you're talking yeah. about, because the people will be talking about it on Facebook or whatever. But it's it's nice to know you can go to the patch, a couple hundred words, like okay, here's the facts of what happened, and then I can go kind of from there, and I can link, and I can go watch the recording of the meeting, like you said, and go, go do these other things. But otherwise, I would really miss a lot of that. Like, I yeah, it really... also comes right to my inbox. Like, I get the yeah. email, you know, emails from the patch with the sort of digest, uh, you know, so it, things things kind of come like they get in front of your face, like um, but... more regularly. But if we have, you know, whatever, 20 meetings this month, like how do you, and you covering six towns or cities, yeah. um, how do you decide, like, I'm going to go to this city council in Melrose and this planning board in Melrose this month? Or like, how do you figure that out? I think you probably, I, I mean, and, and, for, and first of all, I'm glad to hear you like the, the coverage. Um, but I think, um, you know, you, you know, it is a prioritization um, question. I think with something like the city council meeting, they you know, you, you know, especially in, in kind of the city format of government, you know, you try to be in as many of those as you can, um, because there's pretty much always going to be something, um, you know, newsworthy um, coming out of those meetings with, you know, maybe some of the development thing, if it's a planning board meeting or a zoning board um, meeting, you, you know, you kind of really want to keep an eye on the agendas and, um, you know, kind of that is just a, a prioritization question every single day, every single week of looking at what's what's going on and, and making sure you're not missing a huge um, step. Obviously, the people serving on those boards do crazy amounts of prep work, uh, you know, and the hours they put into to the time in those boards. Um, you know, so you want to you want to make sure you're there when you know, a big yeah. going to happen. Um, you know, well, it's, well, well, as you as you saw, as you saw from uh, our sort of green room you know 10 15 minutes before it before the show this show relies really really heavily on 
at the last possible second, scanning any emails and articles from the patch. So we plagiarize heavily, actually. I, I have to say, though, it's interesting what you're saying about looking at the agenda because we've seen some stuff pop up that is kind of not on the agenda. So there was a right. big hubbub with the traffic commission a number of years ago, and it was stuff that it's not on the agenda and then it ends up discussed and it's like third rail issues kind of in town. Actually, that was one of the times Mike Karaji called in, I think live when we were back in the studio uh, yeah. to report from that meeting. Um, so yeah. it's just interesting because that what you're describing is what a savvy citizen could do, but also sometimes stuff is tucked away a little bit more than that. And as many meetings that are online, they're not all online and accessible. Right. And sometimes they, they cut out or, you know, there's technical yeah. difficulties. I mean, and, and yeah, you bring up the good point. If you can't, you can't be sourcing on that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and you, you, so, you sometimes can't decipher the agenda items, too. Like, it'll seem like something that's this kind of benign thing. And then, you, you know, you realize that, oh, actually, this is like a hot button issue that really, like, impacts people. But you, that wasn't clear from the agenda item. It looked like it was just, like, business as usual or something. So, so I'm, I'm not saying that. Well, no, yeah. Like sometimes that, that happens. That, that process doesn't, certainly doesn't kind of happen in a vacuum. You're looking at, at the Facebook groups and what people are talking about. You're looking at, yeah. the, um, at the meeting agendas. Um, you know, you're talking to people. You're hopefully, um, you know, getting an email when something percolates yeah. up. Um, you you know. sometimes don't realize it's going to be a, a hot issue, too. You don't realize that it's something that's going to impact you until, like, after the fact. And then it, you know, then it sort of blows up. So that's Well, the other thing yeah. is there's something we've seen happen is there's something seemingly mundane on the agenda. And then some group of citizens decide they're going to come and speak out in an organized fashion. That sort of right. catches, catches the governing body by surprise with a little yeah. bit of drama. So it's... It's it, yeah, it's interesting. So it's it's hard to predict. Well, it may or may not be drama. Sometimes it's people like paying attention to the things that they're you know maybe others aren't, or maybe they're hoping. I again, again, I don't think I'm not suggesting there's anything nefarious, but they're sort of hoping we'll just kind of go smoothly yeah. and won't be won't won't be kind of called out, and then and then sometimes it is, you know. So how would Shepherd. you find out if, if that sort of stuff happens? after the fact so you, it wasn't on the agenda or there was some hubbub bubbled up is like the facebook group a, like a place to keep your finger on the pulse oh yeah yeah i mean i think and that's you know again it's a combination of the facebook groups and you know maybe someone reaches out to you or you're talking to people um oh do you have a tip line <laughs> well i have my email people can people can email me but um you know and, and you know that's where kind of being in town and being accessible being, yeah yeah, you know, having, having kind of relationships is, is super beneficial and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that that has been a benefit with, um, you know, with uh, with COVID and things being more accessible. Um, you know, if you do miss a meeting, you're able to go back and look at the recording. And, and um, here's a here's a here's a hot tip for you too. Once school gets started again, um, Friday mornings at Nero. Like, oh, yeah. That's where you want to be if you want to know what's going on. I'm just saying, there's a lot that goes on on Friday mornings at Nero. Is there a Zoom for that? Because he's no, not no. acceptable. Closed meetings. Yeah. Closed <laughs> unless you walk in and sit down. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a couple of good meetings already at Nero. Nero's excellent. Well, um, we should definitely get you coffee when you're here. Shampoo, yes. you've been trying to say something for like 30 just minutes. Ask so. a question. That's all. I'm waiting my turn. I'm just waiting my turn. 
Go ahead. Go. I wanted to ask if there's a certain if there are certain kinds of stories that you're looking forward to covering, um, and if you've been tracking sort of Melrose in the news in the last few years, we've, we've had different kinds of stories here in Melrose. Some are national, some have been negative, some have been sort of positive. Some, we, we've got different things happening. We've got uh, EV power stations happening. That's the you know, the most number in the country. So anyway, I don't know if there are certain kinds of stories that that you're looking forward to covering here in Melrose. Yeah, I, I think what I like about Patch is kind of the the, the variation um, that you're able to get at. I think I'm I'm very excited for kind of some of these big community events as we move in kind of to the holiday season. I like photography, so I like being around and taking nice. pictures and okay. you know capturing that aspect of um, of community. You know, kind of especially with what we've all been through with COVID over the last few years. I think there's it's very joyful to you know kind of get out of um, you know, get out of the meetings, get out of COVID, get out of all that sometimes, um, you know, where you can for these kind of, um, you know, outdoor events and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we certainly have a lot of those coming up with the holiday season and, and kind of everything in the fall. So I think I'm, you know, excited about that. Um, I like the the super hard hitting, um, you know, kind of government meeting stories, stuff where you're going back and forth, um, you know, doing some interviews. There was a very nice um, feature a couple of weeks ago um, that we did about uh, a girl who had her um, her scooter go missing, um, and uh, and, a, and a local business person um, kind of just chipped in out of nowhere and bought her a new scooter, um, nice. and that got kind of great reaction, um, and it was a very sweet story to write. So I think you know the balance the balance balances it out and makes it um, yeah. you know, makes it feel. So yeah. we had we, we had a very thorough news section as you experienced, but what <laughs> well, did we miss? What did we miss? What happened that we we didn't cover in the last week? Well, ju uh, just today there was a big fire. Um, Melrose was up there um, in Wakefield, right? Wakefield, Wakefield yeah, yeah. Across, um, just across the the, the the town city line there. What was uh, the building? Was it a, a residential building or was it a commercial? Yeah, it was a home. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry yeah. to hear that. But it was uh, they, they they kind of called everyone over, um, especially with the heat. It was they had to kind of yeah. It's been so hot and so dry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I think our our the, our newsletter lead this morning was uh, was soccer coaches. Um, oh, I saw that. Looking for um, Tom Shampoo. Coaches. They I need did, soccer I, coaches. I've I've uh, discussed this previously. My wife actually brought it up last night. Hey, you know they need soccer coaches. I've done my time. I coached my kids. <laughs> I coached my kids for many years, other kids for many years, and I feel like I'm happy to hand the reins over to someone else. Why don't you? Why don't you, so you'll train Sports your coaches? Sports ball with Jim McClare. I can. I can coach soccer. <laughs> I don't know how well uh, it would go, but <laughs> uh, uh, hey, you'd be doing football actually. Football, yes. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen Ted Lasso. I got yeah. this. <laughs> I know what's happening. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so let me let me ask you this, uh, uh, Dakota. And you watched the first half of the show. How would you have handled the mayoral dog encounter? Like, what's the, what's the appropriate story, protocol? His story would have been very different from my story. <laughs> yeah, tip a hot tip on that one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're Excellent. sometimes walking a fine line here. No, no. I'm just. I'm, again, I want. That's not my story to tell. I don't feel like I'm breaking. News for... There's a leak. We got a leak on. Yeah, it. Oh yeah. yeah. 
exactly. Right. Well, we'll have to right. we'll have to get we'll have to get back back to that. I do I do think the community dog naming would be um, would be fantastic. I think no, I it's oh, not so a good be, idea. It'll be Broder McBoatface or whatever. Bodie, yeah, Bodie, yeah Bodie it's McBoatface. definitely definitely not a good idea. <laughs> Broder McBoatface is perfect. Grab that. I guess they're they're letting people name the fairies <laughs> back and forth from our uh, from. Our, they have a new yeah. They oh, really? oh, that's, that's right. Never... Oh, that's right. Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. That one. That, yeah. that was that was in the yeah. UK. It was a I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and, and they actually have a plaque on the boat, by the way. They have a plaque on that boat that has the name on there. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they picked something else for the for the official name. I think. But the yeah. internet's pretty funny, so we'll we'll have a lot of good suggestions coming in. I'm sure. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so if you could um, do me a favor, uh, tomorrow morning, call into the mayor's office. Uh, this is Dakota Antelman from the Patch. I'd like to speak to the mayor, please, and then just follow up on I've the heard, dog thing. Oh, follow up on the dog so thing, and let's, let's, get the, let's get to the bottom of this. Please, please also say that you know, as as heard on as heard on, let's talk about us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Can't take it. Yes. Yeah. You'll get so, your story. You'll get your story. Uh, last last question and then and then we have to dance. Uh any any dirt you want to give us on Mike Karaji? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh, cool. I think he'd contest the retirement. I think he's uh he's quite busy. <laughs> I talked to him yesterday. He's sipping he's on, a, on some Brazilian he's beach. I talked to him yesterday. All right. Yeah. Well, we look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah. Euro on a Friday morning. Coffee mm -hmm. on Jen. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Sure. And thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for being stepping up, being a reporter here. We're yeah. super grateful. Um, yes. We feel like yeah, we have you. we have, may have more exciting news in your other uh, your other cities and towns. But you know, yes. we're super for now. For now. <laughs> it's been yeah. great. It's been great to you guys. I'll, I'll tell you this: if there isn't news in in Melrose, just let us know, and we'll make we'll some. We'll make some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is not quite the Melrose that I was looking that I was that I thought we would be moving into. Um, <laughs> oh wow, Heather Locklear. I don't know what that. What does that mean? Well, I was gonna say, well, that's a, that's a provocative closing statement. Oh, that. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's great. Place, that was a great okay. Melrose Place. Come on. I see. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. oh, you. I, I was confused momentarily. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting it to be a great city, but okay, you guys. No, I was not kidding. No kidding. All right. All right. Thank you so much, and welcome, welcome to the fray. Yeah, thank Yay. you very much, Dakota. Good meeting you, and we'll see you right, again. We'll see you around town. See you around town, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>